Hey, 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 it is your favorite coach, Tamika James. We are here with another interview. We are finding out what another entrepreneur is doing in the world that you may want to do. You may have had questions about this thing. You may not have even known that what he does even exists, but we're gonna share with you today. So I like to have my guests to introduce themselves because I feel like they can share so much more about who they are with you guys than I actually can. So, yes. All right. Are we giving them your government name today? You get my government name, Brandon. Yes. All right. I had to make sure, you know. All right. So we are here with Mr. Brandon McWilliams. All right. You have the floor. Tell us who you are, what you do, why you exist. Uh, my name is Brandon McWilliams, like she said. Um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you know, I'm just, a, I'm pretty much like you, Tamika. I'm an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. Um, one of the main things that I do is I'm a reseller. I'm a reseller. I'm not, I'm not sure if your audience is familiar with the term retail arbitrage, um, meaning I'm a reseller, but I focus on products that you can find in store that you can sell for more online, you know, and I got a whole system of how I do that. And I do a lot of other, other things as well. Um, I'm in the Airbnb, I mean, I'm in a real estate business. I'm currently at my Airbnb right now. I was um, helping my cleaning uh, person out. Um, you know, she's running behind, so I had to help her out a little bit before I got, before I went on to my other Airbnb. So, I mean, I'm just pretty much, um, I'm just pretty much a serial entrepreneur. Um, I feel like I exist to, uh, I exist to uh, make the world a better place, you know, make the world a better place, teach, teach other people how to do what I do and, you know, give people the motivation to go out and, um, you know, and be, be the best version of themselves. Ooh, I love it. I love that so much. You know why I love it? Because there are so many people who don't um, have anyone to look up to. They're not really sure where to start. They're just like uh, kind of wandering around in the world. And uh, we have this thing called the nine to five. And, you know, I call it, I say it like that because me personally, I've only had two jobs my entire life. And the rest of my life, I've been an entrepreneur. So I don't really identify with the nine to five. So tell me this uh, real quick. When is the last time you had a nine to five? I never really had a nine to five. Um, really? I, uh, yeah. Um, I remember I graduated uh, college, and um, the closest thing I had to it, I was working for um, a car auction, and um, you know, I was making eleven bucks. All right, so eleven dollars an hour is the highest I've ever been paid by anyone to work. You know, I was in the sun, like this type of weather going inside of cars that was that were just wrecked and cleaning them out making sure they ain't having important behind. and um even before that um i was uh before college um before college i, I graduated high school a little early um you know um, not that i was smarter than anyone but i just took the, the type of school i went to i took a, the way that classes were scheduled I was able to take enough classes where I was able to be done, uh, pretty much mostly done by 11th grade. So I had a big time frame where I just wasn't really doing anything, you know what I'm saying, doing anything, and I didn't really have anything positive to do. So I worked at Hollister at Lennox for like a month. You know, I was in the back helping them fold up clothes and stuff like that. And um, yeah, that's about it. You know, I never had a- What do you mean, uh, why, did you only work there? why did you only work there for a month? What happened? Because I, I was on my way 
So I got the job like in November and I ended up going to college in that January. So I went to college kind of early. Um, I went to Albany State, so, uh, HBCU in uh, Albany, Georgia. So I was only, you know, it was like, um, yeah, like it wasn't like I was on a schedule full time. I, I might've worked there two months. I just know I was like kind of on call, but I, grad, I, I was uh, going to college, you know what I mean? So I just, left you know i didn't know i didn't know about a two-week notice back then i just was like hey i'm going to school again i'm not working here no more <laughs> oh you just so goodbye okay bye-bye <laughs> i ain't know it was uh, you know you know you live and you learn <laughs> exactly yeah well um all right so let's fast forward through your life you are now reselling tell me how did you even like get that started like was there like was it like something um, to or I've did been, you see I've something? Been doing it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, I've been like I said, I never had a job, so I've, I've pretty much been doing it my whole life. I always was the type of person, okay, I don't have a job, how am I gonna, you know, produce an income? So I was always good at finding out how to sell something. So, um, as far I mean, I can't remember what I was doing before I was like before um, college, but I remember I was in college, for instance. Um, one of the things I started doing is, um, you know, I would buy, um, like I had a buddy, I had a few buddies that worked at stores like uh, Champ Sports, and uh, it was another store back then, it closed, they closed out the stores, but they would basically get the shoes half off, you know, or they would tell me when they're able to get them half off. So, um, you know, I used to go on eBay and um, resell them, you know, resell things, and when I was in college, you know, like when, um, you know, when the spoiled kids, when they had to upgrade laptops, and I had to get rid of the old laptops. I would find a way to sell them. And, um, you know, that's pretty much, you know, kind of where it came from. And, um, you know, then I got into doing things like um, buying things on Craigslist and offer up. So so one of the first things I got consistent as far as reselling when I found out, okay, this is consistent. Um, I started off with, like, used Apple products. And I still do that to this day. It's just sometimes I don't, you know, go as... You know, I'll go as hard as far as, you know, use electronics go because, I, you know, it's so many things that I do or whatever. But um, so basically, you know, um, I use a website like eBay. You know, eBay is the only website I use. And I basically use, uh, I go to the sold listings and I will kind of see the price, um, the average price for, you know, the, the, the specific phone and a specific condition. So what I would do is um, I would advertise on websites like Craigslist. Like I buy your phone, I buy your you know, back then it was iTouches, you know, uh, iTouches, iPod, whatever, you know, I'm willing to buy it. So whenever they call or, or text, like, hey, I got this, you know, this iTouch for sale, you know, basically get them to send me a picture, figure out what condition it was in, and I'll go on eBay and I was say, okay, uh, pretty much a, kind of like doing comps in real estate, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I would basically see like the average price and I would just kind of lowball, you know, lowball. So, um, if you're a recent as a reseller the name of the game is pretty much um buy low sell high the easiest way to buy low is with straight cash so you know eighty dollars cash is better than someone better than ninety dollars cash out to the average person so you know money talks basically so yeah i started doing that in college and um I, i've done pallets before i'm not gonna say i was as successful you know because it takes you know a long time to sell everything but i've done pallets before um, I've done used jewelry, um, and um, I've done gift cards. I still do. I, I do used shoes, and um, yeah. So that's pretty much life of a reseller. You basically find a a product that you're able to 
get access to or it could be a service as well or it could be something you create and you just um you know i just basically i'm pretty good at finding ways to sell different products you know yeah so tell me about gift cards okay so um all right so i've been buying and reselling gift cards for about since about 2015 so you know it's pretty much um so what i do is um same thing i advertise on websites like craigslist and offer up and i pretty much advertise you know i will buy your your um gift cards i'm pretty much so i pretty much kind of operate similar to a pawn shop but i don't have a pawn shop you know what i mean so a lot of pawn shops do the same thing and that's where i got it from you know i would see that they you know i would always go to the sometimes i would have to sell some of the products to pawn shops you know, I will build, like, I've got a good relationship with a, a lot of different pawn shop owners throughout the United States. And um, I would always see them advertise, you know, we buy gift cards, we buy gift cards, we buy gift cards. So one day I just put an advertisement out myself. I put a, I put a couple of fantasies out and um, I put a few advertisements on Craigslist and, uh, and uh, offer up. So essentially, you know, I pretty much, um, you know, you purchase them half off, you know, or not necessarily half off, but you purchase them at a specific percent. And I resell them online. You know, I've also used it in my reseller business when I, because like I say, I focus on retail arbitrage right now when I buy things directly from the store. So it, it actually complements that business as well. So um, a lot of my customers are just people that might have got, you know, a gift card for a birthday or for a Christmas gift. And, um, you know, they prefer cash over a gift card. It might be a store they don't shop with, or they might be like, you know, I don't need $100 in Chili's or McDonald's or whatever. So I would buy a half off and I would resell it online. Um, um, a lot of my customers, um, I mean, a lot of my people also um, are couponers, not people. A lot of my clients are also couponers. Are you familiar with couponers? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So a lot of people that, a lot of people that, that um, sell their gift cards might be couponers. A lot of them do things like return some of the items that they get and then instead of receiving cash, they were receiving it in the form of a gift card. So I see a lot of those. I see a lot of those as well. So I've been doing that since around 2015 or 16. And, um, you know, as far as the reselling business, it's definitely a big money maker. That, that's interesting because when you said gift cards, I didn't really want you, I, I didn't want you to like spend all your time talking about it, but I'm so glad that you explained it because I'm like, how do you resell a gift card and why? My, my biggest thought in my mind was why? But now I get it because it's a person who doesn't even really want it and somebody gave it to them. So they're like, oh, I can get some value out of this. And who would have known that you were going to say that the couponing thing, like it, it really makes sense. Like, so that means like they walk in the store and they have all of these things. And then the store is like, we're not going to give you money. We'll give you this card. Basically, in some cases. OK. All right. Yeah, I, this is interesting. Like for real. Wow. And then a lot, a lot of times they also, like, you know, a lot of times the coupon, they also get free. Like when you go to Target or, you know, a lot of these stores will give you a free $50 gift card or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of, like a lot of stores, if you fill out a certain amount of surveys, they'll give you one for free. Wow. Or, or, or also people that get like a lot of travel rewards points, they get them like things like that, you know, those type of things. So I imagine that these people, they have their own system. They know that they are going to resell it so or sell it. So they, they're looking for you. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
Wow. Okay. All right. All right. I don't want to keep you on those on those gift cards too long because you are doing some some much more amazing things than just the gift cards. So you said that in the reselling arena, you either go and buy something at a low rate, uh, like just go to the store and purchase it. And then you so, so you have to do some research to find out exactly what the market value is, right? Yeah, it's, it's 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 um it works if you have a passion for a specific item, like if you, yeah. But um, as far as the research, I use a lot of basic websites. Like um, for instance, I I resell a lot of sneakers. You know, I've been I've been getting getting back to that groove, whatever, whatever, for the last couple of weeks. Excuse me. And um, I don't have to do a lot of research. I'm not a sneakerhead. You know, I don't know. You know, like I don't know the difference between a Jordan One and a Jordan Three. You know, I mean, I can tell when I'm looking at it, but I'm not a sneakerhead or whatever. You know, I never been into it. I couldn't really afford it when I was growing up, so it's like I kind of just lost the appetite for it. And um, but I use simple websites like StockX and Go. Those are those are two. All right, so StockX is exactly how it sounds. It's kind of like a stock exchange for sneakers. And um, you could also sell like used bags. Like I also sell a lot of used bags. And I also sell watches on StockX as well. But um, if you type in the uh, SKU number for a specific shoe, um, and you know StockX has to be brand new, they'll give you the historical data as far as like how much the shoe sold for and exactly what size whenever you. So it's not a lot of research I have to do when it comes down to th well the type of items I look at. I don't have to do a lot of research for. But if you get into more um, exquisite items like certain type of watches or art, yeah, you'll be, you know, you have to put your research in. But I use, um, I, I'm pretty simple. Like, my methods are always pretty simple. You know what I mean? I don't have, like, a deep How passion. How do you spell like, stock How do you spell stock X? How do you spell stock Stock and then an X. So stock Just an X. Not an EX. Okay. Yep, not EX. S-T-O-C-K. And X, another good website as far as the sneakers is GOAT. I personally like I, I personally like GOAT better when it comes down to selling. Um, because um you can sell used shoes on GOAT. So um you can't do that on stock X. But um but both websites are good. eBay was, was better back in the day, but it's kinda like um I don't know, just like once Amazon took the lead, it was kinda like over I'm not gonna say it's over for eBay, but it's like it's like the price for a lot of different items is like um it's very low ball on ebay sometimes but i still you know i still love the website but it's like um as far as like the standard for shoes stock x and go you know okay. and um you know like rolex watches as well you can sell a rolex watch on um on um, stock x as well all right so um I'm, I'm really interested in all of this stuff so tell me when you purchase something from someone are they always in front of you or do they ship things to you um yeah it depends um so like i say um ebay a lot of times like the prices are like a lot of times the prices are low so sometimes i use ebay to just you know i use the auction not the auction but yeah either like the buy it now or the auction and i try to bid a on items and get them for as low as possible so when i'm going through a website like ebay or StockX or um yeah for those like those type of websites um yeah you know they would have to ship them out and um you know like um you know me personally i, I look at someone's feedback and how long they've been a, a, a user of a specific platform before i choose to do business with them um you know, some like you know, sometimes I, I bought things um, through a referral basis, like through forums and you know, inside of communities. But um, if it's like a, someone I never met before and a hot ticket item, 
yeah, I would have to be um, in person with them. Um, and, um, you know, the type of person I am, I built a lot of relationships with a lot of people that run different establishments. So if I, so if it's like a high ticket, um, uh, say it's like high ticket um, electronics. Like say, say, say um, someone called me and they were like, uh, um, you know, I'm getting rid of a lot of these things for my business. I have two MacBooks, you know, three iPhones, you know, some high ticket situation. Um, then, you know, and, and then I would meet them at like a pawn shop or, you know, I've got a buddy that has an electronic store. Or if it's like a Rolex watch, you know, um, and it's something like expensive like that, I've got a buddy that's a jeweler. So I'll meet him, you know, at a like a jewelry store. But something like regular, like a pair of shoes or, um, you know, like I say these days, I'm, I'm, go I'm more so focused on retail arbitrage. So I don't really have to meet up with a lot of people. You know, most of the times they go straight in the store and I buy it and I go straight online and I sell it. Okay. You know, um, yeah, for the most part. But, you know, um, and then, you know, I'm pretty much a good judgment of people. Um, um, you know, and I pretty much, you know, I've been doing it so long. I know how to, you know, I know how to stay in the comfort zone. And I can, you know, I can kind of tell someone, you know, you know, moving kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> What's the furthest that you've driven to to, cap, to meet up with someone to get something? Uh, that's three miles away. <laughs> three I, miles away? Oh, you don't go far. At the, end, at the end of the day, you know, I, I stay in control because I'm the one with the money, you know, at the end of the day. Um, so this guy, it's easier to control the situation when you're, you're the one with the money. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, for them. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that, you know, I've, I've driven to the, to, I've driven to, like, cause I used to live on the south side of Atlanta and, um, you know, I, I'll lie. I'm spoiled now because I live in the city. I, I'm in Midtown and Buckhead. But when I lived on the South Side, which is where I'm at right now, I would go to Lenox to meet someone. You know, I would, you know, I would, you know, I would go to Lenox. You know, if they, you know, if Camp Creek is too far from them, you know, I go to Lenox or Perimeter or whatever. And like I say, like a lot of these shops, like if I, if, if I have to go to a shop, it's you know, like most of the shops are like pretty close to me now. But if I was to have to do it back then, I would have to drive. But um. But for the most part, it would be like a you know rare situations, you know, for the most part. You know, now, I'm probably, I I, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I normally just try to stay in my area, you know, I just try to stay in my comfort zone, um, you know, for the most part, whenever I'm doing any type of uh, transactions. Okay. So I remember you saying something about you know you know what you wanna you know what you wanna sell. Or you know what someone okay. You know the connection between the person that is uh, gonna you're gonna purchase something from someone and sell it to another person. So you know who wants to buy something. So how how does that really work? So you find someone who says that they um, want something. Like what do you do? You post or do people just call you? Like how do you know who needs something and then you go find it? Uh, it's like honestly just consistency. So um. Yeah, just consistency. So after, like, so for instance, um, um, certain type of AirPods, um, certain type of AirPods, I got a guy that buys. I got a guy. Like I said, I know a lot of people that that uh that sell things at retail. So for one, whenever I purchase something, my the name of my game is I try to get it as low as possible because a lot of people that I sell things to are going to resell it themselves. So, um, I meet a lot of people just through consistency. Like, uh, I meet a lot of people through just doing business like um you do business with people 
like like on eBay. I sell a lot of things on eBay, or I've sold a lot of things on eBay or offer up. And um, you know, sometimes you'll get lucky, like on a fourth sale, you'll meet someone that says, "Every time you get that, I want to buy it." You know what I mean? Okay. And then then it might come down to you say, "Okay, well, what, like, like yeah, like um um, how much you gonna buy it for? Like um, how much you gonna buy it for?" Um, and and yeah, that's kind of how it works. You know what I mean? That's how pretty much how it works. So um, you have to have out. you have to have negotiation skills, right? For for what you're doing. Um, basic, you know, basic, cause it's like any name, any game I'm in. For the most part, if I buy something from someone, it's it's cash. Cash is a very it's very easy to negotiate cash. You know. What I mean? Where do you feel like you learned your negotiation skills? Um, it's kind of like I had to, like, um, like I say, um, kind of like when I started getting, like, the more consistent I got, I had to, like, like, like you were just saying, like, I had to end up, instead of selling everything one by one, I do have to have certain products I go after so I can sell things as fast as possible. So after a while, it's kind of like the market, you know, like, um, I know, I know if the market would pay me 75% or 75 cents on a dollar. In my head, I just know I can't go below 60, and I'm going to try to get as close to 50 as possible. Um, and then, you know, just I've always been a person to, to read self-help books, personal development books, and, um, and um, I've, you know, I've lost a lot of money by not negotiating. Like, I've uh, been, to, I've been very nice, and um, I've almost cut myself out of money before. And um, and I'm the type of person, like, I just kind of, it's kind of like looking at yourself, like looking at the ship drown. It's kind of like looking at the ship drown, like, wow, I'm just going to let it happen. You know, cause I stick with it. If I come up with, if I come up with something, and I say, okay, we're gonna do 65%. And I can only get 70%. I'm not the type of person like. It's kind of like when we're reading the book and they tell you, like, like stay. You know, kind of like when you read a sales book and they say like, don't, don't, get, don't get the other person saying no. Like in my mind is like, I don't like to go. I don't like to undo things. Even in real estate, I had to learn that in real estate. Like, um, like, um. Like I've had houses under contract, now I have to negotiate with the seller. Like that's really where that's another thing. Like, like I like to negotiate up front because once something gets signed, I don't like to double back. So it's kind of like that's where it came from. Just like just I've I've had a lot of situations where I barely like I do a lot of work and I barely benefit. And you know just after doing it a couple times and you know I just kind of learn from that. You know I always make sure that you know make sure that I always makes sense to myself. Cause yeah, I'm always the type of per- I'm the type of person that wants the other person to be satisfied. But it's just you know the art of negotiation. They gotta make sure I'm satisfied, you know. And but, but as a reseller, um, if I'm buying something for someone like do like like locally, you know, cash is pretty much easy to negotiate. You know, I even negotiate in stores sometimes. Oh you know, wow! Like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a habit. You know, like it's kind of like a habit. You know, just like after a while, it becomes a habit. But with stores, right? I mean, they they have basic everyday people who own the store. Like they just want to get stuff too, right? Because if they can oh, maybe yeah. keep off no. from getting shipping and all of that, it would be good for them. No, I would. I, I was saying stores like the stores that I buy from, like the stores mm-hmm. that I, you know, like so I buy from a lot of different stores. Like I go to stores like Offsex Fifth a lot, and like Nordstrom Rack, and um, you know, if you spend a certain amount, you know, you can sometimes negotiate with them. Like, can I get an extra ten percent? You know, offer. You know, so that's what I meant. Like, um, but as far as like the, uh, you know, some of the people I do business with, like, um, like they own these stores, like um, pawn shops or jewelry stores. You know, it's just pretty much, um, you know, I'm pretty much agreeable when it comes out of that. You know, I don't want to, 
because you know I mean the consistency of them you know the consistency of them being able to do business with is, is that's more important than me trying to negotiate a, a sale or whatever you know I kind of respect their prices and you know yeah you know just respect you know I respect okay. people's price, I respect people's price points you know at the end of the so, day so, so speaking of price uh do you ever use the tactic of like price match like how yeah. uh yeah so like so you can explain what price match means basically yeah that's basically when you um you go inside home depot and um you know because a lot of stores have price match policies like they want you to shop with home depot doesn't want you to go to amazon or low they want you to go to home depot so i mean the concept of price matching is um you know we've got the lowest price and if you can find a, a lower price and we'll match that price you know we'll 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 match it if we can't beat it so that's the concept of that and um you know that's pretty much in a, in a retail arbitrage world that's pretty much what i've been explaining that's pretty much the name of the game knowing how much something normally costs and um and seeing how much of a discount you can get um now like i said i, I like big spread points i like big spread points like a 40 percent potential potential spreads 50 percent potential spreads um, because like, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things sit on the shelf and I'm not, I don't have a store as of yet. So I don't like things that sit too long. Um, but yeah, um, if you, anyone that's a reseller, you know, you have to be pretty much good at price matching, you know, knowing, um, you know, how much things cost and how much you could potentially get for it. You know, you got to do reverse price matching. Like instead of seeing, like you have to buy it for as low as possible and, but you have to do your research to see, you know, how much it sells for and you know then you might have to do more research to see how long it normally takes to sell and uh, i know that there are websites for that because i took this class one time uh this guy came in town he's like yeah he had this amazon free class and he was like he developed some um type of software that you would input the item and then you could see how long it uh what how long it normally takes to sell it how many are selling right now and, and you know and i got excited but then i said that's not for me i was like i listened to his whole presentation and i was like thank you sir but no thank you i don't i can't do this so i just walked away from that one so yeah no i, I think I'll it's more with the too. now i'll be honest with you um same thing with me um um me as a person, I'm not the best with um, some of the back office stuff when it comes down to um, running an Amazon store. But I, I, I want to learn, you know, because I mean, me as a marketer, as a, you know, someone that, you know, says I can, you know, I'm pretty good at um, sales or whatever. You know, I want to get better at e-commerce. So I'm, I'm reading more, you know, as far as e-commerce and, uh, you know, I'm practicing um, the, the process of putting ads together and running Shopify. Um, but the same thing with me. Um, you know, um, because it takes a lot. That's why I go after certain products. Um, because I, I tried it before as well. You know, I bought a whole bunch of toys. You know, I found them at Walmart. You know, I did an Amazon thing. And I was like, okay, they sell it for more on Amazon. I shipped them off. And, um, you know, it just like the products weren't really selling. So I was like, yeah, you can make this, but you got to pay the you got to pay the, uh, the, the the warehouse space. You know what I mean? So after a while, you know, every, after everything sold, I just said, you know, it was, you know, it was cool. It was fun. That was worth a try, but I don't think that was for me. Um, you know, I, don't, I ain't really personally think that was for me, but um, but I'm not knocking it. You know, what I mean, I just feel like um, I just don't. I just feel like I got a little too much going on for uh, not necessarily me personally having too much going on, but I'm the type of person I like to do things hands on before I automate them, and that seems like a business I would just like jump into and be like, nah, I want to automate this off jump. 
because it's just like it would take me a lot longer and you know to do the simplest task when it comes down to it you know i just like simple you know i like simple sales or actually interacting with people you know in the stores and you know things of that nature yeah and you know um yeah and i forgot the, the title of it but when um amazon actually stocks the items that's how you get you know hands off with it they're they're the ones holding it at the warehouse and they do the distribution so yeah you know order it send it there price it and uh, and then it goes out so yeah there, there is a business there that's why i went to the guys uh, uh, class because i was considering it but like i said like you we all have to know ourselves and we have to really listen yeah. to the whole process of how things work and make a choice as to whether that's something we're going to get into or not yeah, yeah. so something else i want to ask you have you ever got how much have you gotten stuck with items that you you purchased and um, you stuck with them for a minute. I, one time I bought a palette full of uh, designer underwear, <laughs> like polo draws, <laughs> Nike draws, okay. It took it took quite some time. It took about six months to sell most of it, and you know, um, after a while, I just kind of gave it away. You know, gave the rest oh. of it away after I made. But I still doubled my money, so it wasn't like a horrible thing. And I was just sell I was selling it on eBay. Like I said, it was a pair, like a whole bunch of pair of underwear. So it wasn't really like I was. Um, it wasn't like um, it took up space, like a lot of space or whatever. And that was like, that was a one time. You know, I, that was a pallet. That was a pallet type situation. But um, it wasn't bad. It's you know, um, I'm not really. I, I I'm not really the type that's into selling a lot of low ticket items. Cause it takes a lot of management like even like you know um a lot of management accounting and inventory management i'm not really the best at uh, all of that you know like i wouldn't i would love to be or have someone you know around me that's that good that i can depend on but um i don't most of my items are very like 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 i sell like a lot of cool products now you know like most of the things i sell are brand new um and fresh out of the store and high demand. You know what I mean? Like um like I say, like uh Jordans, um, designer bags, um, gift cards, electronics. You know, those I, I try to stick the items that um I try to stick the items that are in some type of demand, you know what I mean? As opposed okay. to lower ticket lower ticket items. And um, you know, um you know I'm willing I'm willing to um you know, make an investment like um like if it was like a Rolex watch something. I'm not, I don't I'm not really like a watch. I'm a watch person, but I'm not a watch collector. When like when I look at watch collectors, I say, oh no, I don't know, I don't know anything about watches. But um, but um, I like if, if I got if I had a if I had bought like a specific type of watch and I was stuck with it, I wouldn't really be that mad because for the simple fact that watches go up and down in value and they but it's inconsistent. But you know, most products aren't jewelry. Like most products, like a uh, clothing or whatever. It would have to be in a decent demand or you know something i would use in, in order to um you know for me to hold on to it um now I, I have been in situations where i might be stuck with like a michael kors bag you know something that's not expensive but i'm more so stick um you know like medium to high ticket items for the most not necessarily okay. high ticket items but but high demand not necessarily high ticket but um items that i know i can sell like uh like for instance if i was to sell a pair of um if I was like stuck with a pair of brand new sneakers, like man, like I, I've had these for two months, um, then I can automatically, I have the option on StockX to automatically sell sell the item, even if I oh, take okay. a loss or break even. 
I've got buttons where I can automatically sell the items. So I'm never really going to be generally, uh, for the most part, I'm not going to be stuck. I'm not going to really be stuck with any any of the items that I'm looking at selling right now uh, because I, I pretty much choose in demand products. Okay, cool. That makes sense. So um, how do people get these items from you? How can they stay connected to you if they want to get anything from you? What's the best place? Um, well, I, to be honest, I really, I'm really more into teaching people how to get the items. Um, I don't really. Oh, well, uh, let's talk about that then. Yeah. So um, I recently, um, so I wanted, you know, we, you know, um, the name of the game these days is content creation, brand building. So, um, you know, we are active on social media. I just got active on YouTube. Like I just started my channel. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a camera person and I know myself, like if, it, if it's not a habit, I won't get it done. Meaning it has to be easy for me to do it. So I, I started, like, so I recently started recording myself with my phone and I comprise a video together to where it's kind of like a vlog, like a mini vlog. And I just kind of show people how to, um, how to find, how to find different items right directly in the store. Like right now I'm doing like directly in the store, um, directly in the store. I'm a fan of items directly in the store that come with the tag because they're cleaner products. And, um, you know, just, you know, like, I, I don't I don't have that tiger eye. Like, you know, someone can get one past me. Like, I can buy something. Like, I, I can potentially. I bought something fake before. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and that's another story. But uh, for the most part, so, um, so I want to just pretty much educate people on the life of a reseller from everything from um, signing up for loyalty points to making sure you smile and shake the person's hand behind the counter just you, you never know they might send you an exclusive deal and um like for, so the, one of the first videos i put on youtube um i went to uh, off Saks fifth want to grow your business join underground biz group and um you know basically i showed them how you could go straight to off Saks fifth and um okay and um, you can go straight to All Saxville, and um, they literally had they literally had bags like 50 to 70 percent off right in the store, and um, they got a lot of different websites that you can sell the products on as well. So I might show a vlog like you know this is me, you know I'm going, you know this is where I'm going, and you know to see what we can find. And then you know I'll, you know oftentimes I show them how to get even more discounts. Like okay, the, the, the bags already priced half off. Um, you can get an even bigger discount by signing up for the reward points and, um, you know, loyalty points, um, signing up for a credit card, you know, um, you know, or what have you, or just, um, or just like, they got a lot of things these days, like, uh, communities like Discord. I'm in a couple of groups on Discord to where they'll see you, like, releases for, like, Pokemon cards, Jordans that are released. So it's a lot of resources out there that'll let you know what to buy. And it's a lot of cool things you can buy inside of the store. Like for instance, when I um, I enter like for for the sneaker for the sneaker business, I enter a lot of raffles. You know, I enter a lot of raffles for exclusive Jordans. And a lot of times, what'll happen is once once everybody buys them off the shelf, the people will be on StockX selling them for double. You know what I mean? So so I'm just, I'm creating more content around showing people what I do. And um, you know, as I build a following, like you know, once I get to the point where people ask me questions every day and people depending on me to drop the next video and then that's when i'm gonna start you know monetizing it in the form of a course you know after i feel like okay i got a few i got a few students a few people that um you know, i got a few people tuned in you know now it's time to drop a, a course you know what i mean um i'm also dropping a few free ebooks um i'm also dropping a few ebooks as well 
um, just kind of showing people, um, you know, like, um, like introduction. Well, for one, I want the practice of being the author, so that's the reason why I kind of started writing ebooks. But I just want to teach people the basics. Like, I just created ebook. Um, it's actually in my bio as well about how to invest in real estate, whether you have money or don't have money. Now, you know, if you read this book, you know, you're not gonna turn into Grant Cardone. You know what I mean? But it'll, but, but it might spark that, that fire to where you know you can, you know, you can start. You know, you can start. Okay. So. You know, I'm just in a teacher, building my brand, building a community, you know, and, um, you know, uh, you know, I just, like, I like good karma, so I'm gonna just keep, you know, tr you know, just trying to do the, you know, good things, uh, you know, to teach other people and, you know, put people on, as they say, and, mm -hmm. you know, and ultimately put myself on, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I noticed the more I put out there, you know, the more I feel obligated to, to learn more, you know, to learn more and be a better version of myself or whatever, so. You know, so I do have some motive behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I help, even though if I help them, then I'm also helping myself. But you know, it's all positive. Awesome, awesome. So what does uh Bam uh you are Bam Concepts? Which where did where did the name Bam come from? It's whenever you know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh whatever I wanted to mean. You know, the the, the A is for this, the A is for that. So my initial spell Bam Brandon Alexander McWilliams. Um, but I've made it stand for everything, being about money, business and marketing, um, branding and marketing, you know, but my initials fail, bam. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Makes sense. Like, Thank you. Like, like, like when Fred Sanford say the S is for like Fred, it's, I don't, I don't remember what he say, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So yeah, those are my initials. Yeah, those are my okay. initials. You know, those are my initials. All right. Well, I don't want to hold you too long, but you are in, um, you're doing real estate. Tell us something real quick about real estate and why you're excited about it. Um, I'm excited about it because, um, you know, I've been a reseller. I've been, you know, in the sales my whole life. And I felt, I felt like that was the, the top of the charts as far as, you know, like, uh, as far as selling goes, but, um, I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm excited because, um, you know, ownership, you know, I'm excited to own property. And, um, you know, I kind of took it for granted, you know, because, I, I, you know, when you're playing the game, you know, like, you you know, I'm shooting for the championship, but I don't, you know, I, I, I forget that, you know, a lot of people who haven't done a quarter of what I've done as far as, like, in, just in real estate or whatever. So just me being able to do it is a privilege, and I can, you know, I can, you know, me being able to tell other people, like a, like a friend of mine, for instance, is a longtime friend of mine, for instance, was like, he called me, was like, um, you know, I'm thinking about selling my house, but I'm also thinking about doing this and I'm thinking about doing that. Just to be able to even give them a logical answer, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty cool with me. And, um, you know, I'm excited about generational wealth. You know, I don't have any kids just as of yet, but, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm I'm starting off the creation of generational uh, wealth, you know? What part, yeah, of real estate what part of real estate are you doing? Me as I pretty much, um, I, I do a lot, so... So as of right now, the, my, what I've got going on right now is um, I've got a lot of new construction going on in the city of Augusta, Georgia. Um, a buddy of mine um, got a good situation in with um, the land banks and the, the tax officials out in the, the city of Augusta. And basically, they're they're just basically trying to get, it's a lot of properties they got uh, delinquent taxes and the company, you know, not the company, but the city basically um we're worth we're working with the city to help them recoup that money and we, we bought a lot of property out there and i got a lot of new construction going on this will be my first time doing new construction 
Uh, I do wholesaling as well, but I'm not as active right now because I've got this new construction going on. And um, and this property that I'm at right now is um, I've got it on Airbnb and VRBO, so it's listed on VRBO. And um, you know, so yeah. So the biggest thing I have going on right now is a new construction project. Uh, me and my buddy own about 13 land plots in the city of Augusta. And, you know, just first seeing the whole process as far as getting permits and starting from scratch. And I've never had to start from scratch. You know, I've normally done, like, remodeling and things of that nature. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. You know, and, um, you know, I've also got a syndication project going on in the city of Montgomery. Um, I'm a part owner of an apartment complex in the city of Montgomery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You have a whole lot of things going on. That's amazing. Tell us something that you learned that you just don't want anyone else to do in regards to something with real estate where, where, and I call this, tell us a bedtime story. Where did you really mess up so far? And you do not want anyone to go down, down that road. Uh, just rushing. Um, I remember my first deal, um, you know, it was, I was just trying to go from, okay, you, you're making money, to, but you're not investing to, okay, you're making investments. And um, the first house that I saw, I just kind of jumped on it, um, the first deal. And um, not, not only did I jump on it, but um, I didn't really put as much time into um, scheduling the best um, uh, contractors to get the job done. I was just kind of like, okay, you can do this. Okay, we'll get you to do this. And, you know, I get a handyman to do that. It wasn't really organized. So I would tell anyone to take their time. And like whenever they're doing a, a project, it's, it, it might be okay to work with someone that has a lot of experience with, with contracting. And um, like, you know, take your time and plan as much as you can up front. Because in the end of the day, it'll always cost you in the long run. And uh, it'll always cost you in the long run. You know, so, um, so reiterating what I just said, um, as far as real estate goes, just make sure you uh, make sure you plan and make sure you plan and get the best contract as possible to complete the job. Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to tell you thank you for um, just taking some time out of your day to share with uh, the entrepreneurs that are listening and watching because this is on our YouTube channel as well as on the podcast for audio only. So. Today, I feel like we, we uh, did mission accomplished. Uh, I wanted you to share some tips. And I heard a bunch of tips about the businesses that you're into, that people, things that people could just walk away with and use that information. You gave us some resources. You told us some things to do. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of that, you told us the how as well on some of the things. And um, I'm also glad that you were able to share some stories so that you can let people know what not to do, because I think that's just as important. And I think that it's amazing that you are an African-American brother who is um, just, you know, out here looking at what is possible and making it happen. So I think that that's uh, just the most beautiful thing ever. And you said that you don't have any children yet. So uh, those that come into you, to existence under you are going to be um, set and they're going to be able to see someone who actually is, uh, you know, doing their thing. So con congrats on that. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So you just keep going. And um, I also love that you are on the path to um, assisting others with learning how to do what you do. So you don't want to just be here doing what you do. You want to see someone else win. And I think that that's amazing. So, Mr. Brandon, 
I thank you for joining us today. If you have a closing remark, something that you want to share or uh, anything, feel free to do so now. And then I want you to give us your information on how did people, how people can get in touch with you. Yeah, um, I would just uh, suggest anyone is uh, whatever your passion is or whatever you want to do. I just say give it a shot before you uh, don't don't strive for, for for perfection in the beginning. Uh, I always try to start, get your feet wet, um, because it's always hard. It's hard to be per- be perfect and start, but you have to start and be perfect. Um, also, you know, YouTube is your friend. You know, anything that you want to do, I'm pretty sure someone's made a good two-hour-long YouTube video explaining how to do it. So always use your free resources before you spend any money um, on any additional resources. You can find me online on Instagram and Twitter at um, BAM Concepts. That's B for boy, A-M concept c-o-n-c-e-p-t-s um that's on instagram and twitter and tiktok as well and cash app as well <laughs> uh-huh, okay <laughs> not to mention cash app all right <laughs> okay well thank you again thank you again for the interview today so we have uh definitely impacted some lives today so i thank you for that so for our listeners i just want to say thank you guys for joining um listening and if you are watching thank you for watching so i'm just going to close out with this is coach tamika james over and out all right guys if you are still here with us uh, i just want to make sure that you know about underground biz group It is a membership where entrepreneurs come in and learn about business tactics, learn about social media. Uh, You also get an accountability partner. So I am really excited about Underground Biz Group. So you guys can continue to come here to listen to the entrepreneurs giving you information about who they are and what they do, as well as why they exist. And if you want even more, you want to connect on another level, I um, just ask for you to just go ahead and go to bit.ly slash UBG membership so that you can get yourself registered to join us three times a week to learn about social media, to also learn administrative task lessons. So that's the back end of your business. So if you don't um, have an opportunity to hire an assistant or a virtual assistant, you can begin to do the back end work on your own. And we also have the next uh, segment, which is meeting up and networking with your like minded folks who are already in business doing something that may be the same or totally different as you. And you get to connect with them. So Um, And we also have something that we talk about every single week and we're also goal setting. So each week we're expecting that you are constantly growing your physical fitness, your mental, your uh, monetary goals. These are all things we're working on every single week. So once again, Coach Tamika James over and out. See you on the next segment.